Okay, okay, this is Pastor T. And this is First Lady T. And we are the Overs. And you're tuned in to LOL. <laughs> yup, yup, yup. Y'all already know it. We back live in this thing. Live for us, recorded for y'all, but... Oh, well, it's not in living color because we're... We are in living color. They just can't see the living color. Dang. It's all good, though, because you live in a living color world. It's true. Oh, you remember that movie, Pleasantville, that I showed you? Yeah, yeah, that was dope, dope actually. If you haven't seen... What was it called again? Pleasantville. Pleasantville. Why'd you you emphasize the veal like that? It's not Pleasantville, B-E-A-L. That's like a pleasant I said Pleasantville. Right, it sounds like this is a pleasant veal. You know what veal? It's fish, yeah. or, is it, or is it deer? It's fish. What, what? No. It's deer or something. Whatever the heck it is. Yeah, but deer. it almost sounded like you were saying pleasant veal. Well, if, it's you, pleasant like, if, you, like, if you like that kind anyway, of stuff. Anyway, P-L-E-A-S-A-N-T-V-I-L. People know the movie that I'm talking about. They don't know it, man. Yes, they do. A lot of people don't know it. But I'm saying they know them talking about, nobody's going to look up pleasant deer meat. I would. You said pleasant veal. Right. I would definitely search pleasant no, deer. Would. Like, what is that? Whatever. That's like the turned-up adult version of Bambi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I didn't mean like that. I just meant... <laughs> well, in the first 30 seconds of the episode, we've officially <laughs> killed every baby deer <laughs> on the planet. <laughs> Dang broke it. all the radio rules. Wow. Okay. It's all good, though. <laughs> How you been? How's your week been, husband? The week has been good, actually. It's Tuesday, and we already are in the middle of a tropical storm. Right? I know it. It came down yesterday. It was yellow outside, and then it rained cats and dogs for like two minutes, and then it stopped. It was, was weird. Yeah. Story of my life. But, uh, you know, shouts out and prayers to everybody who's in the thick of this tropical storm that's about to be coming. And hurricane. There's a hurricane. Isn't a hurricane a tropical storm? Uh, I don't know if they're the same. Why? They have two different words. There are two different words. <laughs> and this hurricane that's coming, hopefully it turns this into a tropical storm by the time it hits land. You know what I mean? But Hopefully it doesn't even damaging. hit the land. Yeah. But uh, for all those, you know what I mean, preparing and stuff for it, you know, and just have some got to be with y'all. For sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So what's the word, baby? What you got? So today, <clears throat> I, okay, so, so it's, it's pretty, it's pretty deep, right? The, the word of the day is mm-hmm. actually Sample. Sample. I like sampling. I knew you were gonna say something about sampling. I, did, <laughs> I wasn't. I knew it right now. I wasn't prepared for it when I came up with the word. It's all good. I should have had something more for that. What you mean? So a sample. You should you have know, had something. Everybody for that. like you know music sampling. I, I uh, should have known. Maybe you can insert something and cut that out that I just said. <laughs> no, I'm not inserting anything. Let's keep it moving. All right. So. A sample is like, I mean, we know what that is, right? You go to Sam's Club and you get a sample. You Kill to, them free samples. You go to the mall and you can have a whole lunch off the samples Heck on a yeah. Saturday, you know. I need all the orange chicken samples, please. Oh, yes. Thank oh, you. Oh, I can't eat them anymore. I'm not gluten-free now. Sad face. Sad face. Um, but a sample is to try something prior to having the entire something. Okay. Right? Right. And in music, it's a sample of a, of a whole entire song. It's just a little snippet. Snippet. Right? So when you sample something, you're able to 
kind of preview it. You're able to kind of get a taste for what it would be if you were to get the whole plate, yeah. you know? And so I started thinking about the word sample uh, as I'm going through uh, another job search this week. <laughs> I say another because let me just explain something <laughs> about myself, okay? Well, first of all, selling cars was cool. It was dope for a second. Until my 19-year-old wanted to move here with us, and now he said he might want to be interested in school and some different things. And look, I got two kids in college. I can't rely on this uh, commission situation. So, you know what I mean? I gotta, gotta hit the grind. So, I have worked in customer service for 20 years. Plus. Plus. And 10 of that have been in a call center. I don't know why I'm still alive. But, <laughs> um, you know, I was just recently telling my husband, you know, all the years that I have done customer service and all the years that I have worked in call centers, I should definitely be on a level higher than just answering a phones. rep. Yeah. You know, answering phones isn't really the issue, but just, just the title of a rep, I should at least be a lead or a supervisor or, 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 I mean, even a call center director, something along that level. But I have never been given the opportunity. Mm -hmm. And then yesterday I went to an interview for a customer service supervisor position. Hey, you turn up. And during the interview, she went and got the CEO of the company to offer me a job on the spot. Whoop. So I got the job as a call center supervisor. Yeah. And I can't even take it because the pay is so low. Dang it. The pay is lower than what I would make as a rep. What the heck? In most situations. It's crazy. So, but what that did, you know, at first I was like, man, what in the world? These people don't see value in my experience. They do because they, they the hire value. me. They just can't. Uh, they can't match. They can't meet the need. You know what I mean? They can't meet my need. yeah. And then I'm thinking about it, and it was like, okay, all right, because this has been happening to me a lot in the last few years. God was just showing me what I am capable of and that I definitely am qualified for. You know, it's, it's not just in my head. I'm definitely qualified for this mm -hmm. role, a higher level role. you got the experience. I have it. the experience to prove it, and other people see it, finally. But that's just not the location for me at this time. Because mm -hmm. uh, not for the sake of a title am I going to go back to that low pay. Right. Not just for the sake of a title. Now, see, there's some people out here who just for the title's sake. Well, There's a message that. in that. Say that. You know, just because they want to walk around with a title, but they're not, you know what I mean? What's it, what's it, what's it doing? Right. You know what I mean? So I started thinking even deeper into that. God has done this a lot for me. And I'm super grateful for it. You know, when you're going through it, you don't really realize it. But looking back, it's like, dang. Uh, there's a there's a story, even with prior to meeting Matt, um, that actually makes me appreciate Matt that much more. When I first um, when I when I first started getting back into the quote unquote dating world and that kind of thing, I was. Uh, New again to Texas. I had previously lived in Texas, but I had been away for a while. And coming back to Texas, 
and trying to be in the dating world, my fear was that I was going to just get caught up with the same old people that, you know, had been trying to chase me for years that were terrible, which is why I got away from them in the first place. So I didn't want to do that, but I was like, how in the world am I going to meet new people? I'm living a different life now. I don't go to the clubs. You know, there's no way I can, I don't know how to meet new people. And so I fell victim to a dating site for like two weeks. And I... Solid take. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, that was that was bad. That was not a good situation. I do not recommend <laughs> dating site. I mean, it was some scary stuff on there, but... Um, hey, shout out to all the people who found real love through them, though, married, happy, and all that good stuff. It's real. Because it does it's a happen. Thing. It's a thing. It does yeah. happen. It does happen. I, um, Yeah, not for me, though. But I did. What happened was I found a guy that was a Christian that had no kids. He was, you know, 30-something years old, um, had a house, had a college degree. You know, on paper, was basically perfection in the dating world standard, you know, by the dating world standards. And started hanging out with him and then realized <laughs> he lied on his midterm. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, on paper, you can write whatever you want. And you can say you're this, that, and the other. So, but what it did was, what it did for me, even though he was not who he claimed he was, what it did for me was uh, God used that to expose to me that um, one, I could be attracted to a Christian. I had never been attracted to a Christian, not like for real, you know? And, uh, so that's what always led me, you know, to the streets because I, the, the ones in the church were just like, I mean, for lack of a better word, just lame. So I just always ended up going to the streets and, and I never really had a Christian like me also, you know? So then there was that whole thing. So I could like you all day, but if you don't like me, the same thing. Mm -hmm. So... So what God did was he exposed to me that I could have an attraction towards one of his followers and that one of his followers could have an attraction towards me also and that he could have the things that I felt I needed in a, a, a potential mate, of somebody of interest or whatever, but that he wasn't the one. But it gave me that little bit of hope, like, oh, there's got to be another Christian out here, so I didn't stop with the I didn't stop with the Christian guys because had I not had I not seen that hope, I would have just really bump it. I'll just go back to the <laughs> to the other guys, well, you know, and maybe I'll just I'll just missionary date, yeah, you know, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And so God, I, I got that hope, and I was like, okay, I can hold out. I, I I know that when it comes to a mate, I know that I can have the things that I desire, but you know, it obviously has to come from God because He had the things I desire, but He wasn't from God for me. And so then I got mad and it was like, wow, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's everything that I wanted, except Matt really is that person. Does Matt have flaws? Absolutely. I do too. Sure enough. I mean, you know what I mean? Matt's not perfect, but, nope. but he is, he is everything that I thought I needed and that I thought I would have had in that guy, but I'm getting it with Matt and I'm getting so much more because Matt's a, a, a great father to my children you know, there's just so much more is deeper. And then I started thinking back even farther to like me and Matt, for instance, we have been doing music for quite some time. And to the point where back in the day when we were doing secular music, we were both offered deals by major record labels, both turned them down. But, but I think now looking at it in the position we're in today, it's like, I mean, at some point, somebody of substantial, you know, value in that world 
recognize a skill, a talent, you know what I mean, an ability. And we know, are you okay up there? Yeah. And, and we know that we, we, can, we can use that for the kingdom, you know what I mean? We, it's, it's God's timing, basically. It's Amen. like he's exposing to us what we can have and what we should be aspiring to have. But just know that the first thing that comes along may or may not be it. You know what I mean? Don't don't put all your eggs in one basket. Just yeah. hold out for it. It's all about God's timing, really, is what I'm getting at. Do you know what I mean? Do you have anything to say about that? I no. feel like I just preached a whole what? sermon about myself. You preached a whole sermon and a half. And you fell asleep on me almost. I didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Look, uh, you know, she asked me if I was okay over here. I just had one of the... Um, <laughs> <laughs> how to explain it? Uh... What? I don't know. Um, oh, come yawning on. fits. You did. <laughs> like I think my whole. Um, he yawned and his whole body reacted, and I, I was a little concerned. <laughs> I might need to call people. I don't know. Yeah. So I guess uh, she did a good job of uh, a picking a uh, or kind of laying the groundwork on that, mm-hmm. and I enjoyed it. <clears throat> Despite my uh, right, despite like the fact that you look of, like you're my lack of oxygen <laughs> to the brain that I needed to make up for, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh and, I told uh, you he's not perfect, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so I guess uh, as she as she was wrapping up, it, it dropped in my spirit the kind of the a biblical example, I guess, of the direction that we're gonna head with this is almost uh, with Gideon. And his, uh, we did a little bit of prep work, and I talked about Gideon in a whole other sense, but I forgot about this part of the story until now. Excuse me. And so basically, um, you know, how she was alluding to, you know, just God's timing and how, you know, he kind of had to show her, you know what I mean, or even us, you know what I'm saying, that there was something else out there, you know what I mean? And so... I loosely associate that with the story of the story of Gideon and him laying the fleece out before God and asking him to, you know, have the dew, you know what I mean, drop just on the fleece, you know what I mean, as a sign to show him, you know what I mean, that they were moving, you know what I mean, in the in the right direction or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so gotta show you, you know what I'm saying? And then just like us and our human selves, you know, God, uh, mm-hmm. I see this, but I'm still not too sure. So how about you do it over again, just this time, have all the dew be on the grass and the fleece be dry. Sounds like asking for a magic trick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, you know, sure enough, you know, as the story goes, he came out the next morning and the ground was wet and the fleece was dry. Mm-hmm. But... It's more or less God got to send us confirmations, you know what I mean? When we can't see clearly, mm-hmm. you know, and we earnestly, you know what I mean, seek and ask him, you know, it's not like a like a magic trick or nothing like that. Or, right. you know, you just, you just say or ask for this and God's going to, you know what I mean, flip and turn this thing like how you said flip and turn it. Right. But at the same time, you know, the concept applies like God will reveal to you and nudge you in the right directions and give you glimpses you of of it. where it is you're going to go. Yeah, even, I mean... I small mean, things. Right. It'll be in really, really small things. I mean, even, even stuff that's spoken over you. I mean, going back to the first point we had talked about with Gideon, how, you know, when, when the angel first approached him, you know, he called him mighty warrior, knowing good and well that, you mm-hmm. know, Gideon was, was a coward at best, you see, but... 
he needed that glimpse of knowing what he could become. You know what I'm saying? That yeah. little bit of life spoke into him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Could sway the whole destiny. You know what I'm saying? And so it's always a, you know, you got to keep your your spiritual eyes open. You know, it doesn't really apply if we're looking at or going about things in the flesh in regards to this. Looking for a word in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You hear a word, but it'll be from the enemy. Right. And you can convince yourself, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, of some mm-hmm. things. And, uh, yeah, the end result, you know, is never really what... Well, it, it kind of it kind of makes... I, I do think that the story of Sarah does, does apply. Mm-hmm. You know, the story of Sarah... Uh, she wanted a child so bad and so bad and couldn't have one, and she was really struggling with the feelings of inadequacy. Uh, you know, my friends are all having babies, mm-hmm. and I haven't had one yet. And so there's a lot of women, uh, pause right there, there's a lot of women that I've seen personally, um, especially in the church, especially in the church, because, you know, a lot of women, um, it's like you go straight from mom and dad's house to seminary, and then you get married, and then you have kids. Like it's kind of like this little, you know, or or skip seminary, and your husband goes to seminary. But um, it's like, oh, you got to have kids. You got to keep up with the Joneses. Oh, they're getting a house. We got to get a house. Oh, they're getting an SUV. We got to get an SUV. You know, it's like you got to always do what everybody else is doing. So she wanted a child so bad, and couldn't have one on her own. So she had a maiden. Well, God, I mean, must have put her here. You know what I mean? To mm-hmm. to supply because, I mean, she's capable. She's here. She works for us. We know her. But the flip of it, too, is, I mean, God had told them that they were going to have children, too. God told them. That, see, just but see, that's a, that's the same thing. God God had told me, I, right. you know what I mean? Like, I was going to have a, a different type of relationship, and I could have forced that relationship to happen with that right. man before or even even with this job situation. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm capable. God has laid it in my heart that I am a leader, and I'm supposed to be in a different type of role. Yeah. And I could just take it, but that doesn't mean it's the right one. Right. You know what I mean? And right. just because God told them they're going to have children, well, this, this has to be the reason. She mm-hmm. has to be here for this reason. Look what that did. Right. And, you know, so, I mean... Um, and then, and then, yeah, you know, that's just, that's that's like the epitome of, like, jumping ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? And not waiting. God's it's that, timing. It's that, it's that word from, from God, though, that makes it all the difference. Because if we mm-hmm. take, if we take the fact out that that wasn't revealed to them by the Holy Spirit, then it's just them acting on their own impulses. Yeah, oh, yeah. I just want, I want this. I want this and right so now. Mm-hmm. I see a way to have it, so I'm going to get it. You know what I'm saying? But, uh... Yeah, you know what I mean? Pump the brace, you know? It's uh, what God has for you. Can't can't nothing in this life, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, mess that up. Even even we can delay the course, get it off the course. You, you know what I'm stop saying? stop the train. It's coming. Right, it's coming one one way or the other. It might jump a track and get there on another. <laughs> you know what I mean? We can, we can go the easy way around it or the hard way around it, mm-hmm. you know? But, uh, man, there's purpose. Yeah. In your life, God-given purpose, you know, and uh, it's up to us, you know what I mean, with this thing called free will that we got to to seek it out, you know what I'm saying, and, and grab a hold of it and live it to its fullest. You know, on a personal level, so uh, if you don't know, I have children. Uh, my oldest one is 21, my middle one is 19, my youngest is 9, um, and my children through... Um, circumstances out of my control uh, were not living with me. They were living, my older two children were living with their dad and my youngest one's living with his dad. 
And, you know, as a mother, that's very heartbreaking, especially when it's not by actions that deem that situation to have happened. Um, it's very heartbreaking to not have your children around. You know, you long to be a mother, you long to nurture and those kind of things. And so, you know, I'm going to tie this whole thing together with this. I believe in my spirit. Had I forced a relationship with that other gentleman, I wouldn't be where I am today. And where I am today, I haven't had my, my older two kids in my life for seven years. I married Matt. We got our little stuff out of the way in the beginning, and then my oldest son came to live with us. Shoot, it's been about every year. He's fact, he's now living here. Look. Yeah, he came here last year. He came here in 2016. 2017? No, he came here in 2017. Mm -hmm. And one year later, he's he's in the course of a year, he's been an assistant manager at a store. He's yep. now in college, yep. playing soccer, studying yep. his degree of choice. Yep. Now... One year later, again, I mean, my nineteen almost to the yeah, date, almost to the about. date. My nineteen-year-old is now moving here, yeah. and he wants to work with us in ministry-minded media and yeah. and possibly go to school himself. And then my nine-year-old. Now that's 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 the one that's going to be the toughest, but God is capable, yeah, yeah. and and I and I am I am absolutely convinced that if I had forced a relationship with that other guy or anybody. Uh, on the sake of, like, this is what God revealed to me, and this is what I want, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, then I don't think that that's, that would be my story right now. I think that God's timing, I had to have Matt as my husband. And that's what I'm saying. I'm getting so much more. You know, this guy over here may have a degree and have all this and have all that. Matt doesn't I have sure a, ain't got one. Matt doesn't have a degree, but... Matt is in line with what God needed for my life. And so I got my kids. You know what I mean? Bump a piece of paper. Like, bump a piece of paper. I'm getting restoration in this thing. You know what I mean? I'm getting, my, my whole life is being restored uh, through simply being obedient and, and, and not doing that and doing this instead. You know? And, and, and that's just the thing is timing is, you know, we get so impatient and we want something to happen right now that as soon as we see a glimpse of something that looks like it could be, we jump on it. Screw out of there. And you don't know. Now, that's not to say that my kids wouldn't have come around eventually. Mm -hmm. However, like Matt said, <laughs> you know, we can delay it. And I had had enough delay already. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's, you know, I just thought about that just now, but that was perfect. It works. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It works because we work hard at it. You know, ain't ain't nothing by chance. You know what I'm saying? No it's, it's not like, oh, I'm just moseying through and mm -hmm. this is going to come along and oh, la da 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 da, bang, here goes this opportunity right here. No, no. And la da la da la da la. Oh, here we go. This is coming back over here. Like, no, nah, like we worked hard at it. You know what I mean? And with us being married, it, it first started with us working on us, you see. Cause Individually the, and together. Yeah, that, that first year, you know what I'm saying, really was Ooh. work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And after we got ourselves to a place, you see what I'm saying, things are starting to be added onto us. Yeah. You know, if we had just gotten this thing and just was chilling, you know what I'm saying? I don't and, know. And because we stayed the course, we didn't run from it when it got hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're, you know, we're being rewarded with the things that, um, 
that we've always desired, uh, that we desire for, you know, that I specifically desire for my kids. There's just so many things that I see that because of patience. Um, yeah, so I feel like, you know, the word of the day is sample. Sample. Sample that. You know what I mean? But I feel yeah. like also it's like a sanctification sample oh. at the same time. You know what I mean? It's deeper. There's samples like, say, the call center, the customer service role, but then there's sanctification samples where you can get a glimpse of, of you know what I mean, what you, what you are to have in the kingdom, what you are to have in Christ's name, like what you are to do, you know. I can dig it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I got you. But yeah. SS. Yep. Sanctification example. Bang. Yeah. So I think this is going to be because I have a, there's a whole other thing and I think it's too long. Mm -hmm. You gotta stay tuned for part yeah. two. We got I, we 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 uh we watch call it. We got your attention right. We started this little journey and the next podcast we gonna bring everything to its uh completion. You know what I mean mm -hmm. of, of the thought. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, because yeah. it might it, it, this thing will drag on too long, and you guys will check out on us. Right, we ain't trying <laughs> we ain't trying to have y'all check out or drag y'all. You feel me? So, no, ain't no dragging going on. <laughs> yeah. Also, you got something that you want to play as we get out of here today, or we're we just gonna wait till next week. Dramatic pause. We're gonna make y'all wait till next week for some music. Dun dun dun. Dun. So Holy Spirit, just thank you for being in here today. Uh, I just pray that you continue to move in our hearts and minds and our and our bodies and our circumstances, Lord. Uh man, just uh continue to just to grow us, Lord. We just want to continue to grow. And uh I just thank you for uh just for my wife, Lord, and uh just the helpmate that she is and the partner that she is and the mission and the calling that you've placed on us and uh allowing us the grace to even be here right now to do this and uh that same grace that's applied to our lives daily i know you have a exceedingly abundant supply for anybody who might be listening to this lord and so uh allow us all just to learn how to tap into the source so we can uh we can have just vision and, and revelation lord get those samples of what it is that you're trying to do in us and through us and the places that you're trying to take us and so uh man you know as always if uh man if somebody doesn't know you personally lord i just ask that you would uh just extend your hand out now lord and touch them wherever they may be it doesn't have to be in a church or on a Sunday, Lord, you can find somebody wherever they are, whatever time it is, whatever day of the week it is, Lord. And so I just ask that uh, you just give us all just a just a fresher experience, Lord, that can only be explained by you. And uh, if anybody feels led, Lord, let them know that we're always here and they can reach out to us. And so uh, I just want to seal everything that we've done today in the blood. And I I'm excited to bring it to a close next week. And uh, we love you. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hold on. I'm going to read this real quick. Yeah. This is Habakkuk 2. Habakkuk. Verses uh, 2 and 3. I'm going to give you two versions. This is the New Living Translation. The Lord said to me, this is in response to, um, this is the Lord's reply to a person's complaint. Uh, They're waiting on God's reply. Write my answer plainly on tablets so that a runner can carry the correct message to others. This vision Vision is for a future time. It describes the end, and it will be fulfilled. If it seems slow in coming, wait patiently, for it will surely take place. It will not be delayed. Yeah. The message version is... Um, 
And then God answered, write this, write what you see, write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run. This vision message is a witness pointing to what's coming. It aches for the coming. It can hardly wait, and it doesn't lie. If it seems slow in coming, wait. It's on its way. It will come right on time. Mm-hmm. That's why they say, like, you got to you gotta get that stuff. You got to write it down. Like, there's so much power in putting things on paper, you know, and actually writing it out so where you can physically, you know what I mean, see it. And then you can also maybe even see what things are really truly necessary to be on the list in the first place. Well, I can speak a true to that. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? And so, yeah. But, yeah. Look we'll be up, back next week. Yeah, LOL at dot net. Don't forget to hit us up. You know what I'm saying? For anything. You know what I mean? We're here for y'all. We mean that when we say it. You know what I'm saying? So take advantage of it, you know? And, uh, yeah, I, I guess that'll be all. Alright, we'll see y'all next week. Or we'll talk to y'all next week. We'll talk to y'all next week. You'll hear us again next week. Alright. Alright. Love you. Cue the kid. Play Air Media.